Hey everybody, Mike here. Welcome to the Ohio Bigfoot Project. And uh, today I want to talk about oh, some of the craziness that you run into when dealing with Bigfoot. As if the topic of Bigfoot isn't crazy enough. Sadly, I feel there's people out there that make this even worse or take away from the credibility of those that are actually doing credible research. For instance, when I think about Bigfoot, okay, when I do an overnight ops or an investigation or I'm going for a day hike or I'm going for a night hike or I'm doing anything Bigfoot related, I always think about these people and it was these people that caused me to walk away from it many years ago. You know, I remember before Salt Fork became super popular with Bigfoot, that was the place to go and the place to be. Well, then later on, after uh, Monster Quest made their video, you're driving into Salt Fork on Freedom Road and from fog line to fog line all the way across the road is spray painted Ohio Grass Man. And welcome to the Ohio Grassman Territory and Monster Quest and you know all and you you would go back into your research areas that you had been working your butt off for months on end and the parking lot at one of the areas was so absolutely full of cars that you couldn't even park. Where you had been doing research for literally over a year and it just ruined that spot and that was the last straw that was the final thing that that kind of pushed me over the edge and you know then you have a finding bigfoot now on one hand yes that tv series did do a lot to bring light to bigfoot in the united states but it also showed a lot of people standing out in the woods, yelling, hooping, hollering. I mean, it was, it had its high notes and it had its low notes. You know what I mean? And it was things like that that just, I don't know, it just drove me up the wall. But it's the people themselves that ultimately give us the bad name. I'll give you a perfect example. I was once on a sighting incident report. A report came to me about a Bigfoot sighting. And they said that they would meet me at such and such time on such and such date. And so I left my house and I drove to this investigation about an hour and a half away from where I live. Unknown to me... This person had contacted the exact same information to about 87 different Bigfoot groups in Ohio, and we all showed up at once. So I was a little salty about that to start with, but it is what it is. I was already there. I made the drive. I might as well hear what these people had to say. So we're walking back to the tree line and this lady stops one of the other investigators and she puts her hands out in front of her and she asks, does anybody feel that? 
I'm like, does anybody feel what? And she's like, the energy. This is the spot. Do you not feel that energy? I bet this is the exact area because of the feeling I get from the magnetic field that this is where the mothership drops off Bigfoot and we need to move so that we don't get radiation poisoning. And I'm thinking to myself, what the world am I getting myself into with this one? Because when I approach the subject of Bigfoot, to me, it's a primate. Okay, it's literally just an animal. Like a bear, deer, bobcat. Okay, it's just an animal. It just happens to be a very primitive primate. So a subcategory. But at the end of the day, it's a flesh and blood animal. Period. And that's simply my opinion. Now, I don't knock other people's opinions. If you believe they're dropped off by UFOs, then that's what you believe. And I'm not going to try to convince you otherwise. However, at the same time, don't go pushing your beliefs on me and expect me to believe that all of a sudden Bigfoot is a space alien or being dropped off by space aliens and UFOs. You're never going to convince me of that, so don't even try. Just, you run your program your way, I'll run my program my way. I'm cordial, I'll be happy to talk with you, but don't try to convince me of your way, and I won't try to convince you of my way. But, uh, yeah, it's this craziness that envelopes us in the Bigfoot world, us who have the same belief as me that it's a primitive primate, a flesh and blood animal that has a lifespan and returns to the earth when it's dead or feeds scavengers. Okay, that's, that's it. That's my whole belief right there in a nutshell. So just don't try to get to convince me otherwise. I'll give you another perfect example is today on my Instagram, I received a message that Bigfoot is bound by earth. However, he is fed by the souls of fallen angels. And that's where Bigfoot gets his ability or her ability to speak with demons and the underworld. Look, I have no problem against paranormal. Paranormal, cryptzoology, whatever. It all runs together. But I don't come at this from a paranormal background. I come at this from a background versed, studied, and educated in wildlife management. Wildlife management, meaning the study of wildlife and conservation, hunting, the way that we control populations of wildlife on the landscape through hunting. Rather, an area is plausible to hold 
a certain amount of animals, and if so, how many, without disrupting balance in the ecosystem. Okay, that's how my approach for Bigfoot. Now, I agree that an area can have multiple incidences, but that are completely unrelated. Okay, for instance, think of a river bottom. Think of a tall poplar tree in a river bottom. And let's say in the fall, a storm comes along and that tree is struck by lightning. The following spring in that valley is a tornado and that tree gets knocked over by a tornado. The following spring, after all the snow melt, the river floods and that exact same tree that was struck by lightning, knocked over by a tornado, now gets swept away in a flood. Okay, that's three separate incidences that have nothing to do with that tree. Well, Bigfoot's the tree. Okay, so I'm not saying there's not UFOs. I absolutely believe that. You have to be practical. There's been way too many reports to not say that there's obviously not something going on, right? But if I'm in the woods... And even if I have a Bigfoot right in front of me, I'm staring it in the eyes and a UFO flies over my head. That's two separate incidences. That's A, a UFO sighting, and B, a Bigfoot sighting, but the two are not linked. Okay, that doesn't mean that the UFO was dropping off Bigfoot or that Bigfoot is a space alien or anything like that. It's two separate incidences that happen to have happened in the exact same general area. I don't put UFOs with Bigfoot. I don't put paranormal with Bigfoot. I put conservation, archaeology, anthropology. I put those things with Bigfoot. A primitive ape. A primitive primate <clears throat> okay that's where i am period but you're going to encounter these crazy people from time to time or what i call the crazies okay again i'm not knocking you i just call you crazy people it's just because the theories to me are crazy the people are not but the theories are and i guess how do you deal with that you know how, how do you deal with with the woo as i've heard it called you could choose to ignore it but sometimes it's hard to for the most part i do but my biggest problem is that these people influence the way that other people look at me Okay, it's um, a guilty by association kind of thing. You know, if someone talks to me about Bigfoot, they're going to get my ideas, my theories, my speculation, and I'm going to come at it from an idea of a primitive ape. Now, you turn on the 10 o'clock news... And there's some person talking about Bigfoot 
and getting out of a UFO and they were released by the mothership or they can talk to demons and angels and spirits and uh, it then the next person I talked to about Bigfoot is like now this dude's nuts he believes that you know Bigfoot flies UFOs and you know can talk to angel because I automatically get associated with that and so unfortunately it's things that you have to deal with if you're interested in the world of Bigfoot um it's just part of the game and it's very hard to separate yourself from it but it's not impossible to separate yourself from it I do so with the podcast, I do so with my Facebook, I do so with my Instagram, I do so with my website, OhioBigfootProject.com. Okay, I let people know right off the rip that I'm coming at Bigfoot in the same mindset as a bow hunter hunting a deer, only without the bow. But I'm looking at habitat i'm looking at structure i'm looking at water sources i'm looking at bigfoot reacting as a predator animal to situations that's my whole base for bigfoot and just dealing with you know jeff fox once made a joke that um anytime there's a tornado they always get the lady in the moo moo and the hair curlers to describe what the tornado sounded like. And I link that side of Bigfoot research to those people. They're the lady in the moo moo and the hair curlers trying to explain their version of the truth to the media, which unfortunately makes us as valid researchers and investigators look bad. So if you're new to researching Bigfoot, maybe it's a hobby, maybe it's just uh, something you're interested in, the time's going to come when you're going to encounter this. You can't make it go away. But you can separate yourself from it by simply using your vocabulary. And I would suggest you do so, and you do so wisely, in a professional manner that, at the end of the day, maybe makes people think twice about your way of logic and doesn't put you in the same pond as those UFOers, um third dimension Bigfoot, how Bigfoot can be in this world, step into a third dimension, step back out of it, and that's how he's able to disappear. Um, <clears throat> yeah, things like like that. You know, or as I've recently heard it called, the woo, which I kind of dig that term and I kind of don't at the same time. But... Yeah, for now, I guess it's the best term we have for those people is the woo. And that comes from when you hear their theories, you're like, woo, you know. And so, yeah, I don't dig that because that sounds condescending. So I, I, um, I don't want to condescend those people. 
I totally get if that's their beliefs, and they're perfectly entitled to their beliefs. And I wouldn't have any problem if I went to a Bigfoot conference and they had one of those people as a guest speaker. Yeah, I'm going to listen to them, but I'm not going to take from their conversation anything and apply it to my world. I'm simply going to listen to them, support them on their opinion, but just let them know it's not mine, it's not my association, but I appreciate you speaking, you know. So, due to my work, I was not able to get into the woods this weekend. Next weekend, I will be able to get into the woods. However, it's also bow season, so I'm going to be uh, starting to deer hunt as well, so... I'll have to see how that plays out because getting a deer in my freezer to me is much more important than looking for a Bigfoot. But you don't hunt deer at night. And to me, bow hunting for deer and Bigfooting has always kind of went hand in hand. You're already in the woods. You're already in the same setting. So might as well make the most of the situation once the sun goes down. If anybody has any questions or comments, you can get a hold of me via my website, ohiobigfootproject.com. You can also get a hold of me at ohio underscore bigfoot at yahoo.com. You can get a hold of me through Facebook at Ohio Bigfoot Research and Investigation Center. There's many, many, many ways to get a hold of me if any of you want to talk about my ideas or challenge my ideas um feel free to contact me like i said i'm just now stepping back into this world after a, a short break of about well quite a few years so i'm just now getting back into it picking up starting over where i left off I have tons upon tons of information from my past expeditions, night ops, explorations, incident re uh, investigations, sighting investigations, but I don't have anything new as of yet. Um, however, I will be making some new content as I do plan on getting back out into the woods. And I am going to be continuing with these podcasts, so um, I will have other people I'll be speaking with down the line as I'm still reconnecting with old friends. And um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the show. Uh, this is going to be another short one today. I just, it had been on my mind all morning after that Instagram post about Bigfoot, or comment on my post about Bigfoot being consuming the souls of fallen angels and that's how they get their ability to speak with demons in the un underworld and i thought holy crap it's been not even a week and here we go again the exact same reason that before i just said screw it i'm out i'm done here i am again right back in the mix of it but this time i'm sticking around so I'm a little older now, a little wiser now, and uh, I, I guess you could say I have the ability to choose my words more wisely with age. So I'm not going anywhere. And uh, yeah, feel free to check the, out the 
website that again that's ohiobigfootproject.com